This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at templesports.com. Hey NAI football fans, Corey Thorpe here with John Cooper, bringing you another edition of the NAIF Ball Podcast. Tonight we have with us Coach Will Finley of Waldorf. How you doing tonight, Coach? I'm great. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Hey, it's it's our pleasure. Um, you know, last year was a really good year for Waldorf. Um, you know, the North Star was really, really competitive. Um, getting into last year, John looked at me kind of funny when I said that I, I was going to call Valley City uh, to, to come out of the North Star. Um, but it ends up that I wasn't far off. Um, y'all, Valley City, and and Dickinson State really just went down to the wire. Um, there in um twenty twenty nineteen. Um, how do you how do you build on a on a strong twenty nineteen with your crew? Yeah, I mean, you know, the twenty nineteen season, it was, uh, you know, Coach Littrell was our head coach, and um, you know, he, you know, we had a, you know, great season and. Yeah, we came down those last two weeks. You know, we had Dickinson State at home for really for the conference championship, and you know they had a they, you know came down the last field goal. They had a great day, um, but you know when we had our guys back in January, it was you know clean the slate, and you know we're back to work. And um, I, th- I think going into this this fall, it's going to be about execution and and getting guys on the same page and. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we've, we've been in contact with our guys, you know, day in, day out through this whole uh, distance learning and, and this summer and, and hoping guys come back in shape and ready to roll. Coach, um, you know, here's one thing I would love to hear, and I guess uh, pay some acknowledgement to that 2019 team. Um, you know, Hilton Joseph was a pleasure to watch last year. Uh, we really got to see him in the uh, All-Star game to uh, end his career, basically, up in uh, uh, Savannah, Georgia. He had, you know, a, a really good arm. He could move around the pocket. Um, he could get that scramble yard. So what, what what, do you guys have coming back to replace him, especially since, uh, you know, you didn't get a spring and everybody knows the obstacles NAI is faced for summer. Uh, what, what are you guys seeing at the quarterback position? Yeah, well, I mean, just to recap, Bo, yeah, he's he's special. That game in that game down in in Georgia was a lot of fun to be a part of, and and you know, I mean, he's a uh, you know, a lot of Bo's don't come around every year, and um, we're lucky he's he's gonna actually come back and, and be a graduate assistant for us. So I might sneak him in a jersey <laughs> you know, week one. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, we we have some, you know, we had. Uh, Tyler O'Hara, on, he's, you know, he's coming back on our roster. Uh, had had some game experience, um, you know, pretty shifty and, and has a good arm and, and and savvy at the quarterback position. We have we have a local kid, Luke Johnson, in town. Um, got hurt in a JV game early in early in the year, but uh, you know he he brings a lot of tools to the table. And uh, we brought a mid year transfer in, uh, Taylor Alexander. And so we, we were really looking forward to spring ball and seeing guys compete and getting after it. But, um, you know, we'll just have to see what, between those three and, 
obviously we'll have some freshmen coming in. We have a transfer baseball player from the area, from Grandview, uh, Easton Barris. So we have some different guys. And um, but yeah, Bo Bo is Bo is Bo, and uh, well, we just have to you know utilize whatever the next guy's talents are and max those out. Now, also from that 2019 team, you've got um, quite a few folks uh, from your defense that you're going to be missing that, that got all conference nods. Uh, a trio of linebackers in, in Leonard, Wilson, and Bell, and then a couple of defensive backs in Newsom and, J- and Jackson Jr. Um, what are you looking forward to with your with your defense for the coming year? Well, yeah, it's going to be hard to replace those guys, especially Marcel was the defensive MVP and his his leadership and um, you know his willingness. You know, it was my first year coming in, and just the buy in from the players and and then those guys wanting to play hard. But you know, we have some young some young guys that that, that look really good playing, and um, it was a good thing we played a lot of guys this last year. You know, Thomas Edwards, you know, was first year here outside linebacker, and McCoy Yakel at safety, um, Drew Buckle. You know, from 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 close here in, in Iowa, and played inside linebacker for us. So, and, and a slew of D linemen. Um, so I think you know it's a combination. We we always talk about team before self, and um, you know if we if we do good as a team, you'll you'll get your individual accolades. So I, th- I think it'll just be a combination of guys and guys that buy in and uh, swarm to the ball and you know line up correctly and and, and do all those those things we need to do to win. Coach, let's let's talk about you know uh, you know what Waldorf has this season, um, and just maybe about a little bit of uh, for our listeners. We don't really get to talk to too many North Star guys. You're one of our first to come on here for this year, I believe. And uh, you know, it, it seems like a big trend. Before we get on, we got on this podcast recording today. You know, major college football is doing conference only, um, and you you guys played three out conference games last year. If you guys did play, um, you know, a, a conference-only schedule, you know that that's a pretty stout. It, it's not. It's not. It's, it's week in, week out, pretty good football. Because you know, last year you guys took you know the champ Dickinson State to the wire both times um, in overtime games, and you got Valley City State that's uh, putting putting some putting some good things out there, and presentation is. Uh, you know, financially investing into their athletic department, and then you got the Dakota schools coming up, the other Dakota schools coming up. You know, just maybe talk about the North Star for a little bit. We don't really get to hear from you guys that much. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, like I said, it's my first year being in the conference, and I, I was I was truly impressed with the, really the week-in, week-out competition, and um, yeah, I mean, there's no there's no sleeper, you know, you can't, you can't sleep on any opponent especially playing everyone twice, which I think is tough, you know, uh, especially defensively because, you know, they know what you're going to do and they're going to make adjustments and then we got to make adjustments on the fly. But, you know, yeah, we'll start at Mayville, Mayville State. They got a new coaching staff. And, um, you know, I, I think I think coaches got to go in the right not right direction. And, you know, we'll have to travel up there in the Valley City State with Coach Mack. You know, I think they have a lot of tradition. He's been there a long time, so – um, you know, very similar to the last program I was at. They just, you know, got guys that buy in and, and play hard. And you throw a cu- couple good athletes in that, then you, you're going to have success. And obviously Dickinson State, um, you know, they, they've uh, they've took the title home, 
you know, the last handful of years. And, and, and Coach Stanton does, does a great job. And they have a great facility there. Um, presentation, you know, Coach Hyman, I've, I've known him for a couple of years. And, and he and his guys playing hard. And, and it'll only be a matter of time before um, probably this fall, you know, when they're going to line up and, and surprise some people athletically. And, and then you go over to Dakota State, you know, they, they came here last year. Uh, their running back was was special. Uh, I think they lose him, but Coach Anderson does a great job. And you know, they, <laughs> like you said, it's it's week in week out. You got to play everyone twice this fall, and, uh, and that'll be interesting. And, I mean, this was the first year I've been a part of playing someone twice, and it, it was cha- it was a challenge. There's no question. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, that's that's a unique part of NAI football in. The, that northwest section for sure um you know frontier does sort of the same thing except i think a little bit more um be a lot more teams this year that get a little bit of a taste of that home and home and how tough that is to pull off um you mentioned a little bit ago um you're, you're talking about your previous stop i'll go ahead and out you that's benedictine um so i you know, you went to the NAI National Championship a couple years ago um, with Coach Wilcox, um, and you played for Coach Wilcox. Um, just tell us a, a little bit about who he is behind the curtain and, and your biggest lessons that you're taking from his coaching style. Yeah, I mean, I was I was uh, pretty fortunate and lucky and blessed that, you know, and end up at Benedict and playing for Coach Wilcox and you know, I think, I think the, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's one of the most winningest coach in, in NAI history and he's in the NAI Hall of Fame. I was actually, you know, part of the staff when he went in the Hall of Fame and, um, I don't, you know, he playing for him, the, the thing, it's, it's, just, you get the same guy every day, you know, he's not going to change and you don't know what, what to expect. I mean, he's very consistent. Um, and then, then you get on the coaching staff. And you, you realize how uh, how organized he is, and um, how that allows everyone else on the staff to be organized and and have a plan. And I, I think he's a he does a magnificent job of orchestrating a lot of people. And um, and then and then behind the the hard shell he has, he's got a big heart. And uh, he you know he he really cares about the student athlete and, and the coaches and Benedict in college, you know, he's, he, he played there in school there and he's been there ever since. Talk about someone who's you know, dedicated his whole life to one school, and pretty special place. And, um, I, I, you know, I thank him for, for giving me an opportunity. And, um, I mean, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's special and that's a special place. There's no question. So what's been your biggest surprise so far? Um, either, you know, in, in your first year as a, as a head coach there or, or just in your time in the, uh, North Star as a whole. Well, (laughs) taking over uh, one day before spring break and then I haven't seen the players. So that's, that's definitely been interesting. Um, I think one thing I always knew, um, you know, coach Wilcox was, you're in a lot more meetings and uh, you get a lot more emails and, a lot of behind-the-scenes work that, you know, as an assistant coach, I probably took for granted just worrying about my position or, you know, getting the defense ready. And um, so that, that's probably been the, the, th- the thing I, I anticipated, but 
you know, it's a little more real when, when you're doing it. And then obviously everything's been on zoom and, um, we've had zoom meetings and which, which have been good. We've had some guest speakers and just trying to keep our guys motivated. And, um, and, you know, I think about the North star compared to the heart of America, it's our travel <laughs> this first fall. And, um, so many overnight trips, the Dickinson state trip is, is long and, you know, wears on you, but, um, I wasn't, I guess, necessarily a surprise, but it's, it was definitely different. Um, so I'd, I'd say those two things. Coach, you know, if we're fortunate enough to get a fall camp and, you know, the first year of you being the head coach there, you know, what, what's your fall camp like, Coach? Is it is it a lot of, uh, you know, busting their tails, getting them in shape? Is it a lot of install that you couldn't get to because of the distance learning that you guys have been doing over Zoom? What, what's fall camp looking like under you, Coach? Well, I think, I think when you look at it, um, you know, coming in without having spring ball, we're going to have to probably cut back our install. And we've been, you know, we've been installing on Zoom, which I think has been good. We'll have some, you know, guys remember what's going on. But the physical reps of it, um, we're going to have to really see where our guys are at um, conditioning-wise, I think, early on, and then, and then, and then adjust that from there. But, um, you know, I, I just think about our, our team. I want our team to be tough. And so, so you gotta, you gotta practice like that too. You gotta have live, live periods and you gotta have to, you know, put full pads on and still tackle and, and, and do some warrior drill and, and, and you'll know, be physical and we're going to work really hard, you know, both, both in meetings and on the field. And, you know, we're going to get after conditioning wise at the end and, and then we're going to compete. Uh, we're going to put our guys in a lot of different situations, two minute drill, uh, coming out offense, uh, goal line, uh, backed up. Third down, short. Third and long. Goal line. Fourth down. So we're gonna we're gonna compete, and I think you know put our guys in those those tough situations. Um, that so then on Saturday it's it's not a big deal. We can just line up and execute, and I think that's that that'll be critical for our, our players to to feel that in practice, and then uh, when it gets to game day, we can just we can roll. Um, so that that's what it's looking like, and like you said that. You know, fall camp will, will be here before we know it. Absolutely. We're only a couple weeks away, if you, if you really think about it. Um, you know, and one more thing I, I'd like to know, and, uh, you know, before we can even talk about your games and stuff, you know, it's it's all about you t- you're talking about that execution that has to happen during the practice and stuff. So here's one thing I, I love to ask coaches, and uh, how much one versus one do you guys plan on doing um, when you get – finally get in shape enough to do it or whatever is that is that going to be a weekly thing you know some coaches really believe in harping on getting on the scout team with execution right and then some are just balls to the wall competition one versus one versus practice i just want to know uh what, what's your thoughts on that coach it's going to be a combination i, li- I like i really like to do one-on-one uh seven on seven and then one-on-ones versus ones in those special situations so Two-minute drill, um, third and short, third and long, and you know any any red zone seven on seven, and then then we'll we'll mix it up from there. But yeah, I, I like to go one on one in those in a couple of those situations, and then I you know I say probably half, but we're still going to use our scout team and um, you know utilize those those guys as are um, you know getting ready for week to week, and we'll self serve a little bit 
when we do inside run, we'll do some one-on-one versus, versus there too. So it'll be a combination, but I, I still like to have that one-on-one one versus one to give our guys that, that full speed look and, um, you know, make sure we're sharp when it comes to Saturday. Before we let you go, Coach, I, I got to ask one one more thing. We've talked about the offense. We've talked about the defense. But one thing we have not talked about is your all-conference kicker. Um, we don't talk a ton about kickers here. Um, you know, uh, not not a, not a normal thing. But uh, Slater Gifford uh, has has a really nice leg there with a, uh, with a long of 44 yards last year. Um, on uh, six and uh, made four out of six attempts. Um, what kind of confidence does that give give you that you know that you've got that weapon uh, in in your back pocket there? Oh man, it gives us a lot of confidence, and you know Slater does a great job, and um, you know he's he's clutch in, in, in key situations. You know, not only does he do the the, the extra points and field goals, but he kicks off for us too, and. Yeah, I think it allows us to be a little more aggressive and, and uh, you know, maybe take some chances because, you know, we know that, uh, you know, he's, he's going to be good from a, a far distance out. And, um, you know, it's especially him going into his junior year, and we're excited to have him back because that's, that's a position you'd like to have, like you said, that confidence going into the season. And um, you know, we're lucky to have Slater again this year. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. We uh, cannot wait to see some football. We're just hoping that, that we get some at this point. I know we've been saying that for, Lord, feels like about half the year now. Um, but we appreciate you coming on talking some some Waldorf football. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. And, um, we'll, you know, anytime you guys want to talk ball or talk about the season, I'm, I'm, I'm all for jumping on and talking about football and, I look forward to playing this fall. Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Have a good night. Thank you, Coach. Have a great night. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. That was Coach Will Finley from Waldorf that you just heard. Go ahead and and preview the North Star here a little bit. Um, Just kind of look back at it. Dickinson State has, has obviously run the North Star for the past few years at the very least. Um, and last year, they, uh, Valley City and Waldorf, like I said with, with Coach Finley, very much took it down to the wire. Um, John, how crazy did you think I was last September when I said, I think Valley City State's going to take it? Yeah, I honestly thought you were, just because of just the death proof that you know, Dickinson State's had on it. Uh, you know, we, we got some nice gear from the guys at Dickinson State, and I have to give you your shirt, so thank you for the coaches over there. Absolutely. And I was looking at the, the handwritten note we got, you know, beautiful note. It had their championship rings on it. You know, those guys aren't going to be willing to give up that depth grip of the North Star. But I will say, there's a bigger picture. No matter who wins the North Star, who's going to give know, get some respect for the conference. You know, two years ago, Dickinson State, um, you know, they beat Northwestern in the first round. A Northwestern team that people thought could make an outside run and maybe meet up with Morningside in the playoffs again. But, uh, you know, last year at the playoffs, it goes so well for Dickinson State. Um, you know, people want to 
see, I think around the NAI, if the North Star can, uh, you know, make some waves. Yeah, the Waldorf, who we just got off the phone with, Coach Finley over there, um, you know, they had some out-conference games last year. Um, they beat Briarcliff. That was huge. They beat TPAC Briarcliff. But then the next week, they get, you know, they get three touchdowns down the door. Uh, you know, people just want to see the North Star do better out of conference. Um, you know, a big question, I think, Corey, is maybe on the bottom end is Mayville State out of North Dakota. Um, you know, they're, it seems like they've been a funnel of coaches through there here lately. Um, will they ever get it going over there? You, uh, you know, a, a weird enigma that I won't let you talk. I know I'm rambling here. Um, is Dakota State. Um, you know, they had some highs and lows last year where they finished 500. They were so inconsistent at times. Um, you know, they played Briarcliff as well. They lost by three. Uh, but in the conference, they went three and four. They would, uh, you know, they would beat presentation 43 to 16, which was a huge win. And then a couple weeks later, they would get swatted by Waldorf 59 to nine. But then a couple weeks later, you know, they would be presentation again, 31-29, beat Mayville State. You know, I, I really would like to see for Dakota State, but, you know, the North Star is a really interesting as a whole. But the bottom line is, can they get some respect outside of the NAI? Yeah, I mean, that's that's really that's really what it comes down to. I mean, someone someone's going to have to be consistent in, in their season. I mean, in Dickinson State, that's why they've done it. Uh, is they've they've been able to be consistent about about doing it. Um, heck, let's start with with um, with our dark horse here, just to kind of build up a little drama. Um, Go ahead. I'll let you have the honor. I, for me, as a dark horse, I'm I'm gonna say uh, Dakota State actually comes up and bites someone. Um, you know, and, and really proves to be problematic for uh, Waldorf Dickinson State Valley City State. Um, you know, it's um, I I think they can put it together. They had a, a good showing in the All Conference last year with with four players returning that got All Conference nods. I think they uh, can. I I think they can uh, cause cause some problems. Well, you know, Corey last. I was burnt pretty heavily with naming a dark horse for the North Star. Um, I picked presentation, and they went one and nine last year. Um, they weren't competitive in any, hardly any games except their last two, where they beat Mayville State and then lost to two by Dakota State. Um, you know, it's hard to pick that dark horse. I think you know we're all picking, thinking those three teams are going there. Um, you know. With Dickinson State and then Valley City and Waldorf right behind them, man. Honestly, I don't have a dark horse, Corey. I know that sounds bad, but I mean, I guess you could say Dakota State, but I just don't see Presentation or Mayville going there. So I think by default, it has to be Dakota State. Yeah, I mean, there's there's this dichotomy, right? In in the North Star, you've got you know it's a six team conference, and you've kind of got at this point your top half and your bottom half and it's it's really trying to figure out is someone gonna 
punch a little a, a little bit higher than their than their weight class. Right. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm just. It just seems like it's just already laid out there for 2020. You know, if, if we're if we're lucky to play, um, you know. Waldorf's going to be interesting, you know, because uh, just like we talked about on the podcast over there, they got to re- replace Hilton and Bo Joseph, which was like their everything at times. Um, you know, just, you know, usually a quarterback is, but he was an absolute talent. And we saw it in the All-Star game in the year. So uh, I'm really excited to see what Coach Finley does at Waldorf over there. Um, you know, but states lose. Coach Stan is like one of the best. He's going to be in the NAI Football Hall of Fame one day. This is what he's done over there. Um, you know, I, I, I don't remember their 2020 schedule, Corey, but I would imagine that if we're going all conference, like with the news we've had today, we're not going to get the Dickinson State Rocky Mountain rivalry there this year. Unfortunately, I, I don't think so. Um, trying to pull their schedule real quick. Quick, because I know I, I would love to see North Star have some out conference games, but I, I just I, I just think it's really just laid out there for us. Yeah, um, there right now. I mean, there's there's no reason to pick against Dickinson. They've got a slew of people returning. Um, you know, uh, yes, they lose Hayden Gibson. Um, you know, a three-year starter for them. Yes, they lose Ahmad Andrews. Um, yes, they lose Kevin Brown, who was uh, a force in the middle of their defense. But you're you're talking about returning two all-conference offensive linemen. Uh, you're talking about returning your both of your big wide receivers, Tiger Fry and Jarrett Lee. Um. You know what they what you find when you when you run the numbers is that it's it's not necessarily um, returning quarterback that precludes that that shows uh, that an offense is going to be good next year. It's returning wide receiver yardage. You know, and and Coach Stanton can have his pick of his of his quarterbacks, but he's got Tiger Fry and Jared Lee there to throw to. Yeah, they just got to facilitate to the right guys. And, you know, but I think we both can agree that Dickinson State's by far the favorite, and I think me and you are both going to pick them to, to win. Um, you know, I, I'm just really excited to see what happens here. Yeah, so I'm looking at Dickinson State's schedule. Um, they have – they probably have one of the, the more friendly schedules that I've seen. Um, there are no, uh, road trips that go more than a week, um, which as, as coach Finley just mentioned, the travel in in the North star is no joke. Um, yeah, take some wear and tear off you mentally. That's a lot of space to cover. Yeah. So after a game at Dakota state, they play Mayville and Valley city presentation away. They get Dakota State back at home, Mayville State away, Waldorf home, Valley City away, and presentation at home to end the the year. That's that's his friend. You don't have um, any games where you've got Val. Uh, no, 
I take that back. You've got that one stretch in late October where you've got Waldorf at home and then you go to Valley City. That's that's going to be the make it or break it two weeks for for Dickinson State. Right. So, you know, all of it will all be interesting to see. Just my bottom line is when you get there, when you're winning, you're the champion Dickinson State. You know, pull off like 2018. Win that playoff game. Get some respect for the conference. They've really got to. And we'll see how... Um, how how the new playoff format that uh, that we're gonna have with with our um, four sections is is gonna impact um, is is gonna impact how that plays out. They they have a a fighting chance at least to make it to the second round if you're going that way. Absolutely. Um, I think I think we both both agree we're we're picking Dickinson State. I'm picking Dickinson State, John. Yeah, Dickinson State. Yeah, the Blue Hawks corner. Yeah, that I we both think they get another ring. Um. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you've made it this this far into a North Star Preview podcast, um. You know, I, I just keep looking at our numbers on iTunes and Spotify and, and Google Podcasts, and I, and I continue to be blown away by the downloads, by the subscriptions. Um, we are so grateful for y'all's support. We wouldn't be able to do this if y'all weren't behind this. Um, you know, we, we hopefully will be looking to... Get some get some sponsors and be able to increase the amount of coverage that we're that we can do with NAI football. But having y'all behind us makes all of this absolutely one hundred percent worth it. Um, you know, you hear on every podcast, subscribe, leave a review on on um, Apple Podcasts. That, that doesn't change for us, but we just wanted to say thank you for the growth of this podcast and our brand. We are so gratified that y'all are coming along for the ride. Yeah, guys, I, I, I just to reiterate what Corey said, we can't do this without, you know, some, some support. And uh, we definitely have gotten that. Um, the interest is there. Um, we're here for the kids that play this game. Um, just the, the voice and just, you know, that NAI football is one of the best, you know, leagues to play in as far as like a uh not a lower division but a different division and uh you know some historic teams and you know when when you finish your career you should be proud to say that you played in the AI. well for john cooper i'm Corey thorpe and we will see y'all next week